For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you learn to work the word of God against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wielder's way. Hello and praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Wilder's Way. I am Minister Alzada Perrier, and I am so excited to be back. As you know, I have been gone for a while. There were some things that I uh, was dealing with and some transition and changes that I needed to make. So I had taken a step back from recording any podcasts, but I am back and excited that you are. For those of you that stayed connected, even though I had been gone for a season, thank you. And it is so good to have you back. And to those of you who are new to the podcast, and this is your first time listening to me, thank you for tuning in. Just to let you know, it is my desire that uh, I put your mind at ease And when I mean ease, I'm talking about the three E's, edification, exhortation, and encouragement. Um, It is my desire that when you tune into the Wilder's Way, that you learn to work the word against the wiles of the enemy and that you can live your best life even now in spite of a pandemic and uh, global warming and the uncertainty of our government and its leadership, you can still live your best life in Christ. Hallelujah. And with that being said, the title of today's message or episode is, Are You Okay? That is a question that we usually ask each other when we want to know basically how things are going, how you've been feeling. And a lot of times, I really believe more often than not, we are not honest with our answers because we usually say we're doing great, we're doing fine, family's great, marriage is great, kids are great. And the reality of it is things are not so good. They are not great. As a matter of fact, I'm dealing with a lot of mental anguish and trouble. Um, I'm quite sure that many of you have recently heard in the last week and a half or so, um, there have been three suicides, um, a suicide of uh, the former Mrs. USA, Chesley Christ, um, an actor by the name of Moses J. Mosley, who was in a series called The Walking Dead, and the son of an awesome actress, Regina King, uh, Ian Alexander, and uh, three young lives Um, taken by their own hand, um, is absolutely saddening. It's horrific. My heart goes out to all their friends and family. Um, But there's countless uh, other people that have taken their lives um, daily. There's someone that is uh, taking their own life, unfortunately. And, you know, they don't get... uh, the publicity that these three have gotten because they may not have any kind of affiliation with Hollywood or social media. Um, And the bottom line is whether you're in the limelight or not, um, no life is more important than the other when it comes to suicide. Um, All are equally 
damaging and hurtful to the people that they love. All of them are equally and should be equally important to us. But I want you to know that it is very important to God as well. Um, Psalm 138 and 8 says that God perfects the things that concern us. So God is aware of our emotional issues, our mental imbalances and chemical imbalances that can cause mental illness. And he's aware of the infiltration of our mind and our mind being bombarded with thoughts from hell itself, from the enemy um, who desires to take us out and watch this. He wants to uh, let it even be at our own hand in cases of suicide. Um, he's the accuser of the brethren. Um, and the reality of it is, is that a lot of times um, when we don't take the time to really uh, work on ourselves and self-care and mental, our mental wellness, unfortunately, he will win. Um, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I myself have wrestled with suicide. I tried to take my own life at the age of 14. I I was uh I went through uh bullying and all sorts of things, family issues, no stability, and I just got tired. And to be honest with you, the only reason why I am here is because I was on the uh, the phone with a friend and um she sent help and uh because I was really uh getting ready to 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 do it. I had everything ready and everything. And thanks be to God, um, I didn't do it, but that's not always everybody's story. And um, I want to let you know that the Lord cares about what's on your mind. He cares about your wellness and well-being. And watch this. He says in his word, beloved, I wish above all things, all things that you be in health and prosper as your soul prospers. So God desires wholeness. Um, of an individual over your calling, over your purpose, over your titles, over the fact that you have money or not in your account. He is concerned about your soul. When Jesus encountered the man by the pool of Bethesda, he said, will thou be made whole? He didn't say half. He didn't say a third. Whole, wholeness has always been the desire and design of God. I do not believe at all that it was ever the plan of God for us to be fragmented and broken souls. Um, it just was not his plan or intention at all for us. And so he's concerned when you're not doing well. He's concerned that you might be uh, dealing with mental illness and instability. And he wants to be there for you. I could even prove it to you in scripture that God cares. The very first, um, I believe the very first counseling session, if you will, took place in Genesis four with God and Cain. Uh, just to give you a backdrop, Cain was the firstborn of Adam and Eve. This was post the fall and that was their first boy. And then they had a second boy by the name of Abel. Cain was a tiller of the ground and Abel was the keeper of the sheep. And um, I'll go ahead and read a little bit of it for you. I'm in Genesis chapter four verse. We'll go ahead and start at Verse three, four, chapter four, verse three of Genesis. And it says, in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Verse four says, and Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel 
and to his offering. In other words, the Lord was pleased with Abel's offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. He did not like Cain's offering and Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. Wroth simply is uh, a word for angry. Cain was angry at God for the fact that he did not receive his offering and received his brothers. So it's obvious that Cain had issues with God. Cain had issue with his brother Abel because his offering was accepted. When you look at the um, the occupations of both, if you think about it, Cain's job was a little bit more laborsome than Abel. He just kept the watch over the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So you don't know um, if there was any tension and animosity there. And, um, and obviously Cain was angry and he felt rejected, but watch this immediately. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? In other words, why are you angry? And then he asked, why has your countenance fallen? And uh, then he proceeded to say, I'm in verse seven. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door and unto thee shall be his desire and thou shall rule over him. God immediately wants to address this issue with Cain. Here, you do not see Cain even having a response or acknowledging the conversation that God is trying to have with him about why he is angry. Cain is all in his feelings and he's allowing things and these feelings that he's having to build up and eventually sin is going to have access to him. And it does. In the next verse, it talks about how he and his brother Abel were in the field and Cain rose up against Abel and slew him. Let me explain something to you, ladies and gentlemen. God understands that we get angry. He even says in the word that we can get angry. He just says, sin not. He tells us not to let the sun go down on our anger. He constantly tells us to cast our cares on him because he cares for us. And I mentioned to you Psalm 138 and 8, that he perfects those things that concern us. But this is the thing. We have to talk to him about it and we have to give it to him. So it extends from conversation to casting the cares upon him because he can handle it. Can I tell you, I really believe with my whole heart that there are many of us in the body of Christ. I mean, the ones that have confessed Christ as Lord and Savior. And we really mean it and we really love God, but we are pissed off. We are angry. We're discouraged. We're frustrated because things didn't work out. Maybe he didn't answer our prayer or whatever the case may be. And a lot of times, and this doesn't even count the traumatic experiences and events that we may have faced in our childhood or young adult life, or even as older adults, the pain and trauma of divorce, uh, of violence, addiction, all of the things that can really degrade, destroy um, a man's soul, a woman's soul, a child's soul, the toxic emotions that aren't dealt with eventually pile up and can lead to you not only murdering someone, but committing suicide, which is basically you murdering yourself at your own hand. And the reality of it is, I believe with my whole heart 
that God desires not only for us to talk to him, but to talk to someone else. The Bible talks about that there's safety in a multitude of counselors. God pushes therapy and counseling. And sometimes it might take a little more. It might take fasting, definitely takes prayer. But I really feel like God gives us all the arsenal that we need so that we don't ever have to come to a point of despair where we no longer want to be here. Suicide, to be honest with you, is really a horrible act. It's a selfish act, and it's a permanent uh, solution for a temporary problem. I really feel that people treat therapy and counseling like it's a curse word. A lot of us in the body of Christ feel like if we seek counsel, we don't got no faith. We ain't strong enough. And the reality of it is, is that we're not. The Bible says, let the weak say that they are strong. But at the same time, God wants us to get help that we need. And yes, this help may include medicine. God is aware of the instability or the imbalances chemically that can cause mental illness. God has given man the ability to study the mind, to study the physiological and the psychological elements and components that can destroy us. The enemy, he understands that the enemy will bombard the mind constantly with negative thoughts, negative conversations. He wants us to have victim vocabulary and not victory vocabulary. Suicide hurts the people that you left behind deeply. Suicide and does not discriminate. All three of these young people that were mentioned in this last week, good looking, young, youthful, um, had amazing lives, at least from what we could see. Everybody had positive things to say about them. And they're not here. No more. They're gone. And then what about the others that don't have uh, their name mentioned in, in, in the news? They're gone, but they're not forgotten. Suicide does not discriminate. I'm telling you, get you some help. There's no shame. It is not a sign of weakness of anything. It's a sign of you using wisdom. It's wisdom to acknowledge that things are off and you need help. Stop hiding behind the lies and thinking that you can deal with it. Can I tell you? That's pride. We were never meant to be broken and fragmented. Ever. It's never the intention of God. And it grieves him. It grieves the people that you leave behind. It's questions that we'll never get answers to, to why they're not here anymore. My heart goes out to their family, their friends, their co-workers, anybody that knew them. It is a tragedy. But can I tell you, it doesn't have to be. I told you that the title of the podcast today was, Are You Okay? It is okay to not be okay. But what is not okay is to not do anything about it when you're not. My hope and prayer to you, my friends, is that if you are depressed, if you feel weighed down, discouraged, you don't know what you're going to do. If you've even thought about taking your life at any point, I beg you to seek counsel. 
And to those of you who are listening that are part of clergy, stop telling people just to pray about it. I'm not saying that we don't tell them to pray, but I'm telling you not to tell them that that's the only thing they need to do because it is not. The same Bible that you're using to counsel them mentions getting counsel outside of pastoral. Sometimes you need psychiatry or a psychiatrist or or a psychologist, whatever it is, get it, get your help. Sometimes you may need to incorporate fasting in addition to prayer. And then sometimes it's a healing and deliverance thing where you might need some things cast out, but make no mistake. God will perfect those things that concern you. If you give it to them, stop letting it pile up, cast it down, cast it out of your mind. Make the phone call today. If you need assistance, find a counselor and get you some help. It is available if you want it. Well, while suicide is not a great topic and um, I hate that it even exists, but it does and it needs to be addressed. We can't afford to run from it. People's lives are at stake. And so I just want to encourage you for a final time as I wrap up this episode, that if you need help, doesn't mean that you're weak. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I really believe you're implementing wisdom when you do it. And watch this. We love you. We need you. You have a purpose and a place in this world that can only be filled by you. And you can't fill it if you're not here. We need you. God needs you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Wilder's Way. Are you okay? I love you with the love of the Lord, and I look forward to sharing some great things with you in the future podcasts. And even though this might not have been a subject that we really like to talk about, It is one that we need to talk about. I pray that you have an amazing rest of your week and tune in for the next episode of The Wilder's Way. God bless you. Bye-bye.